Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. So, uh, the 2022 midterm elections are now 294 days away. Still too far away. Republicans maintain a strong number in their uh, in the lead in their bid to recapture control of Congress. So here's what they're saying. 48% of likely U.S. voters would vote Republican. 39% would vote Democrat. That's gigantic, which means that the actual spread is about 20%. Just because that's the way it is. 4% would vote for another candidate. Another uh, 9% aren't sure, and they shouldn't be counted, and who cares about them? According to a Breitbart news piece, his fraudulency Joe Biden approval rating sits in the low 40s, actually 33 in one poll, while his disapproval rating in the 50s. On top of that, Gallup just released a poll that showed a 14-point swing to Republicans over 2021. In 2014, there was a huge red wave, even though the GOP was up only 2.4 points. See, this is what polling is all about, and I've told you this before. This is what polling is all about, by and large. It is to discourage you from voting if you're a Republican. That's it. There were no polls. I, don't, I, I doubt I saw a poll where Donald Trump was leading in 2016, maybe towards the very end. Also in 2010, the GOT swamped the Democrats with a generic poll, had uh, Republicans up by only two points. So if you are 48 to 39, which is, uh, what, uh, nine points, then you could probably say it's a 15 to 18 points margin for the Republicans. And it's got, it has got CNN, um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, CNN a little bit concerned. Here is CNN talking about uh, Joe Biden and losing faith. But the Democrats had all this energy, especially when they won those two Georgia Senate races, that this was going to be a giant. Thank you, Stacey Abrams. And, uh, you know, how they vote in Georgia. Here, and um, it wasn't. There was no energy. Nobody showed up as rallies. Let's just clear that up right away. Back to CNN. And we'll have the opportunity tomorrow, John, to try and explain essentially what went wrong for Democrats over the last year and how he wound up with roughly a 42% approval rating. If you have to ask yourself that question and you don't know the answer already, you're not going to be able to fix it. Just one year into office and have the opportunity to really shift uh, try to at least to try and shift the narrative that's developing around his presidency. It's not a narrative. It's policy. It's not a narrative. It's failed socialist policy. That's it. But the Demo- you can try to repackage it. You can polish that turd. You can do whatever you want, but it's still going to be the same. You know, Democrats that I'm talking to, John, they feel like they put a lot of trust in Democratic leaders, including the president. That's pretty foolish. Around a lot of these key issues that he said that he was going to focus on. And that reservoir has mostly run dry is what one Democrat told me today. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get your clocks cleaned. And one of the reasons why the Democrats are going to get their clocks cleaned is because they are ruling against the will of the American people. Nobody voted for canceling the Keystone XL. Nobody voted for a very risky and awful withdrawal from Afghanistan. Nobody voted for higher inflation. Nobody voted for COVID lockdowns. Nobody voted for any of the nonsense from this president. They didn't vote for it, but they are acting like they have a mandate. They do not have a mandate. 
Biden won the election by hook or by crook, but down ticket in 2020, the Democrats got slaughtered. And that they have to ask themselves, what do we need to do? What's he doing wrong? Uh, Then um, you're never going to win. Yeah. 71% of the public say the country is on the wrong track. Joe Biden and his Democrat parties are in full control of the federal government. The result is chaos, misery, and disease. Empty store shelves, a spike in violent crime, record inflation, a southern border in chaos, uh, and a raging coronavirus. Additionally, Russia, North Korea, and China are getting adventurous, by the way. It looks like, and I don't know. I'm not an expert on foreign policy. I've reached out to KT McFarland to talk about this. But right now, uh, Russia is threatening Ukraine. There is the possibility of uh, an invasion, I guess, some sort of uh, military action. They have, after all, almost 100,000 troops along Ukraine's borders. And when you're considering the strategy involved with uh, placing 100,000 troops plus armored vehicles and all that on a border, it's generally not for show. So, uh, but that's okay, because Neville Blinken is headed over there. He's going to talk to, I mean, uh, Tony Blinken, Tony Blinken. He's our ambassador. Neville Blinken might as well be his name. He's a buffoon. Uh, it looks like uh, Jen Psaki saying that our view is that this is a very extremely dangerous situation and no option is off the table, including a strongly worded letter. Strongly worded letter. It makes you wonder. I'm not concerned about Joe Biden making this decision because he, he's not making any of his decisions. But do you suppose, and I have just played for you, you know, some of the people in the media who are saying, wow, he's really screwed things up and the Democrats are going to lose everything in the midterm. Do you suppose that someone might uh, propose wagging a dog in Ukraine? I don't know. You know, Bill Clinton bombed aspirin factories because he was banging an intern in the White House. You you just never know with these Democrats, do you? Let's go to uh, Paul in Kearney, Missouri, or Maryland. Maryland, that's probably part about that. Uh, Welcome to the show, Paul. What's going on, my friend? Um, I uh, am a conservative. I uh, basically uh, am opposed to being a Republican except for primaries. Uh, So I guess I would consider myself an independent. But yeah, sure. uh, I need to know what, uh, and I'm speaking to the fellow Kentuckians uh, uh, to implore them to see about getting rid of Mitch McConnell, um, oh, because you. I believe he's the basic reason why we have a lot of problems that we do in the Republican Party. I agree. He was uh, he has gone um, uh, raised the the debt ceiling so many times you can't count it. When he took office, we had under ten trillion dollars in debt. Now we've got thirty trillion. Uh, he's a giant, massive failure. He is a massive rhino. He has used uh, Congress to enrich himself and his family. And uh, honestly, as far as leadership is concerned, he's one of those blue blood country club Republicans we used to talk about. He's a, he's an insider, and and if they decide to keep him, that will be. A gigantic mistake. There will be a hue and cry across the nation if they put that, you know, back in 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 position. You're from Kentucky, are you? Well, no, I shouldn't have said fellow Kentuckians, but uh, well, I was going to say exploring <laughs> Kentucky in general. <laughs> yeah, well, I lived there myself. I just lived in uh, in uh, right across the river. In Fort Thomas. Love the state of Kentucky, but yeah, they need to get rid of uh, Mitch McConnell. You are 100 percent right, Paul. Do appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Steve in New Windsor. Hey, Rob. Uh, love the show. Thank I've you. been listening for a while, and, uh, you. you know, you, you've you taken up the uh, mantle, and thank you. 
You're welcome, my friend. So uh, my vaccine story is yeah. I did not want to get vaccinated, but I was so badgered by my whole family, I finally got it. Two days later, I had blood clots in my heart. I had to go to the hospital, three days in the hospital to get it down and, you know, uh, with uh, atrial fib- fibrillation. So You got AFib? You know, I, I, huh? You got AFib? Yeah, I got AFib. Dear God. I never, never had a heart problem in my life. Never. Wow. So... You know, now I have a cardiologist. Oh boy, uh-huh. yeah, that's exciting. now. What, what have they done? Have they done? Are they doing uh, blood thinners, <clears throat> calcium plant channel blockers? Are they recommending you keep um, some nitroglycerin in your pocket? No, not nitroglycerin, Good. but uh, okay. you know, right. I'm on. Uh, I was on one <laughs> pill for hypertension. Now I'm on four pills for all this other crap. Oh my lord! I know, wow. and you know, I didn't want to do it, and I, I'm so angry at myself for acquiescing. To the pressure, and that's all I got was pressure, 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 and I well, finally Steve, said, "Okay, yeah, I don't want any more pressure. I'll go do it." Well, never again, never again. I, and, listen, and I have I'm, nothing I'm against. Very... I, I have nothing against the the vaccine. My eighty year old mother in law got it. I think she should have fine. My wife and my two kids decided to do it do it on their own, and I waited. Mine was not out of. Oh, screw this government mandate. I ain't going to take no vaccine. I, I looked at the risk of getting the virus as a reasonably healthy 55-year-old man versus um, somebody who had a heart attack when he was 31 years old because of a blood clot uh, yeah. and, and getting the vaccine. So I opted not to get the vaccine. I ended up getting sick. The funny thing is I was sick for about two weeks, never hospitalized, got my, uh, you know, my meds from Florida. Thank you, frontline doctors. Stephen A. Smith of ESPN, he was double jabbed and the booster, and he almost died. Wow. So, you know, I just I, you make your own choice. The government should not make your choice what you decide to do. And I also want to say to all family members everywhere, do not pressure anybody to get this thing because it's experimental. It's not a vaccine. It's a shot. Do they call the flu shot a vaccine? Is it a flu vaccine? No, it's a flu shot. And that's well, all it is. It's a shot. Yeah. I, uh, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, my wife uh, was really ticked off at me when I gave back from New York and tested positive for COVID. And she kind of blamed me because she got uh, COVID, a mild case. And she got literally just lost her taste of sense and smell, which sucks, by the way. But she was mad at me. And I said, honey, if you want to be mad at somebody, you be mad at the Chinese Communist Party and Anthony Fauci. Because I didn't get this disease. It's not my fault. I didn't invite it into my life. We didn't invite it into our borders. And that ended the discussion. I didn't raise my voice like that because I'd be sleeping on the couch. And I'm going to recommend uh, Robert F. Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci, because it is fabulous. It really spells uh, out how this, what this man is about who he is, and what he has done to absolutely destroy medical science. Yeah, I posted a video. I posted a video from Robert Kennedy uh, about a year ago on YouTube, and they took down my page for another video. Uh, Robert Kennedy Kennedy has been demonized by the left, mainstream media, big social media, the Democrat Party, so you know he's discovered the truth. I haven't read the book, but I've heard him speak, and for him to be discounted as some sort of a nut job by the left because the left knows he's telling the truth is honestly just sickening. I'm sorry, the the end notes in this book are phenomenal, and you can research everything that he says 
through the end notes. What is the so uh, name of the? What's I the name of that again? Everybody get that book. What's it called? It's called the Real Anthony Fauci. Okay, cool. I, I might have to get him on. Actually, if he would, uh, he'd do it. Might have to have him on the show. Listen, uh, uh, Steve, I'm sorry for your issues with the mitocarditis, or uh, uh, not mitocarditis. It's the no uh, pericarditis. Yeah, you got a little irregular heartbeat. Is what right. it is, and that can be very dangerous because you could stroke out, among other things. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, bro. Thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it again. I'm not anti-vaccine. Make your own decision. Uh, make your own decision. I made my own decision. Should you be ticked off that I chose not to get the vaccine? Will you just be ticked off then? Uh, because I made a decision on my own health, and I ultimately got COVID. Uh, my antibodies are rocking. I survived it, and I came out on top. Now, for those of you who are freaking, man, I can't believe you did that. You really? No, my chances of surviving COVID are 99.7%. So I said, okay, I'm going to go with this. There you go. All right, now let's move on. I want to talk about to Kamala. Kamala uh, and her uh, continuing failure at the border. Also, Brianna Kupfer's killer. They know who he is. They don't have him. And, of course, he has an extensive criminal record. Uh, over decades, kind of like that guy who ran all, uh, ran over the people in Kenosha, kind of like that. Let's talk about Kamala Harris, shall we? I think we should talk about uh, Kamala Harris. She's missing it again, as borders are. I'll explain that in a second after her theme song by uh, Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen. There's a girl under creepy Joe. She cackles. Like a wounded crow, she can't wait to see Joe go and set off to the home. <laughs> yeah. They say Kamala, Kamala really got around. She dated every guy in town, and then one day she met Willie Brown. Oh, yeah. The rest is history. He said, Kamala, you're a fine girl. But she's got big plans, it's clear to see. In six months, president she'll be. Dear God. America will say, we'll say Kamala's in the White House. A disaster she will be. She doesn't give a damn about this country. Especially the border, by the way. Uh, Jim Gossett, uh, jimgossett.com, uh, two S's, two T's. Um, so uh, Kamala uh, is going to head to, are you ready? Now, where's the, where's the border crisis and where is the cause of the border crisis? Well, the cause of the border crisis is policy and the, uh, the cri border crisis is happening at the border. But she is going to travel, is traveling to Honduras. I thought she was going to Guatemala. I was wrong. She's going to Honduras. For the inauguration of President-elect Xiomara Castro. Castro is a very popular name with the Democrat Party. Uh, the trip is part of Harris' greater effort to address the root causes <laughs> of illegal immigration and deepen the partnership between the two nations. Um, yeah, the cause was uh, shutting down the border wall and then uh, getting rid of the stay of Mexico policy, among other things. And then 
you know, hinting at offering illegals separated from their kids for a few days because they were incarcerated uh, $450,000, but uh, ain't no free health care and whatnot. I, I could go on and on. So anyway, she's going to uh, address the, uh, the uh, root causes of illegal immigration. Now, of course, she was uh, tasked with finding the root causes of the immigration crisis months ago, uh, nearly a year ago, when she became border czar. And unfortunately, the crisis has only gotten worse. This is what happens when she's put in charge of anything. This is her, uh, her second trip to the nor- Northern Triangle since she was tasked with tackling the border crisis. It comes a month after her announcement to provide $540 million in new private industry investments in Central America, which will go to the ruling class. None of it will trickle down to the people because it's just a giant bribe. It's never worked with the Democrat Party. It won't work now. The vice president's travel plans prompted widespread criticism from the Americans who believe she should focus her efforts on the southwest border, which is where the problem is. Since she uh, became the uh, point person for migration in March, she visited the southern border once when she stopped by El Paso before jetting off to her $5 million mansion in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, since the, uh, let's see here, Customs and Border Protection uh, shows agents have encountered more than 1.75 million migrants illegally crossing or attempting to seek asylum uh, since the beginning, well, since last year. Last year, Joe Biden was in the office of uh, presidency most of the year and 1.75 million, even though, even though, guys, check this out, it's pretty crazy, even though Kamala Harris was made borders are in March, three months into the year, where you would think that she'd been able to find the root causes and maybe start to stem the flow. Uh, No, uh, 1.75 million illegals coming in. So why are you even in the position? Why are you even in the position? Vice President Kamala Harris has uh, reportedly struggled to define herself as a vice president after failing to fulfill uh, political promises in 2021. Okay, Uh, who the hell needs to define themselves? At age 57. Uh, What is the deal here? After conducting two difficult political resets in two months, Harris is taking heat for failing to enact the destruction destruction of election integrity measures, among other difficult initiatives assigned by President Biden that she has not done. This according to the, uh, the Associated Press. Despite the challenges in her current position, Harris, who earned the title of least popular vice president since the 1970s, has been rumored to to desire the presidency for herself in 2024. Uh, It won't happen my election. You'll get there when he he gets booted from office for the 25th Amendment after November, or he just can't perform anymore mentally as the president. This according to the Washington Post. Harris' political rehabilitation came on the cusp of staff departures amid an out-of-sync, poorly managed, and awfully, uh, often abusive environment. An S-show that reeks of an unhealthy environment where people often feel mistreated or like S-H, like excrement. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Stamps.com. You know, my days are structured with uh, doing my show prep, my show, running on my daughter, to driving lessons, hitting the store, the gym, and right in the middle of all of this, I suddenly need to deliver a package to the post office. I don't have time for this. If there's one thing I've learned from the past year and a half, it's you can get a lot done from home. And with Stamps.com, I don't have to go to the post office. And I'll save money. Yeah, I'll save money. With Stamps.com, you can mail or ship anytime from your home computer, send letters, uh, ship packages, pay less, a lot less with discounted rates from UPS or 
the USPS. With Stamps.com, you can print official U.S. postage shipping labels without leaving your home or your, or your office. And you won't need fancy equipment, just a computer and your standard printer. What makes it even better is Stamps.com offers deals you can't get anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stop wasting time running to the post office and standing in line and go to Stamps.com like I have. There's no risk, and with my promo code, Newsmax, you get a special offer that includes a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Newsmax. That's stamps.com, promo code Newsmax, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. This hour of the show, a story that's going to make your head explode. It's going to really tick you off. And it is about a uh, new West charter school in L.A. There were a small group of girls, uh, four freshmen, a sophomore, and a junior, and they are not vaccinated, and they have been abused at school. I'm going to share exactly what's happening and a video that the girl, one of the girls, a senior, had shared. They're not allowed to attend class. They were not given chairs to sit in. They had to sit outside and they can't even use a bathroom. LAPD is on site, not intervening. That as of yesterday. That's the COVID idiocy that is going on at schools and at universities around the country, and it's worse at universities. I'm going to share that in a second. We've seen a spate of uh, crime, a giant actually increase in crime in cities around the country. Mostly all Democrat run, caused by a variety of things, bail reform, um, also defunding the police, and a general air of you can get away with anything and you're fine. For instance, in San Francisco, and I believe now other municipalities, you can steal a thousand bucks worth of stuff and you will not get charged with a felony. How well has that worked out? In New York City, below Times Square, on a subway platform last weekend, a 41-year-old woman was pushed to her death in front of a train. In New York City, a 79-year-old man was cold-cocked by a punk 31-year-old who got off his scooter to walk around and hit the man from behind and knock him out cold. This is happening again and again and again, a lot of it done by homeless, out on bail, addicted, possibly mentally ill, or just criminal, with lengthy criminal records who feel now they have the wholesale ability to victimize, to steal whatever they want. Brianna Kupfer was 24 years old. She was a design student. She uh, had a wonderful life ahead of her. She was working at a furniture store when, this is the guy they have identified as a suspect, Sean Laval Smith, went into the store and stabbed her to death, walking coolly out of the store, walking down the street, going into a convenience store, and buying a vape pen. This guy has a lengthy rap sheet with arrests in Charlotte, South Carolina, California. He was on uh, free on a $1,000 bond in L.A. for an unknown misdemeanor. He also appears to have been on a $50,000 bond in Charleston, South Carolina, in a shooting charge. LAPD said that uh, Brianna texted a friend to say someone in the store was giving her a bad vibe before she was stabbed to death. He was spotted 30 minutes later at a convenience store. 
calmly buying a vape pen dressed in all black, wearing a distinctive black backpack and an N95 mask. At least he wore a mask, right? L.A. District Attorney George Gascon under fire for failing to crack down on violence amid a huge crime surge. This is happening all over the country with uh, district attorneys that have been placed there essentially by George Soros. Homicides in L.A. have 52%. Shooting incidents up 59%. Spokesman, uh, spokesperson for the uh, uh, office of George Gascon, who took office in December 2020 with a vow to stop prosecuting many misdemeanors, did not immediately respond to an inquiry on Tuesday. This punk uh, fired a weapon into an unoccupied vehicle in uh, Charlotte, was free on a $50,000 bond. Uh, he's also, by the way, um, been charged with uh, assault with a deadly weapon, concealing uh, or ca- carrying a concealed weapon, assault on a police officer, trespassing, possession of a stolen vehicle, misdemeanors for larceny, possession of stolen goods. He has a history of uh, failing to appear in court, by the way, in case you didn't know. But he was able to travel to California, he'd been seen in Pasadena, Santa Monica, West Hollywood, Covina, San Diego, San Francisco, ultimately ended up in a furniture store killing someone who had a brilliant and wonderful future in front of her. But, you know. Wait, 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 wasn't there another guy? What the heck was his name? Daryl Brooks. Daryl Brooks was his name. Now, who is Daryl Brooks? Do you remember a guy named Daryl Brooks? Most people don't remember a guy named Daryl Brooks. Well, Daryl Brooks uh, was a man who had a very lengthy criminal record. I mean, a, a long life of crime before he decided to run over a bunch of people at a Christmas parade in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. And, and he did such a good job running over people. What he did was there was somebody on his windshield, and he rolled down the driver's side window to look outside to make sure that he could see other people to run over and kill or injure. He injured 60 people. He killed, I believe, seven. He had a long, long, long life of crime. And you know what? He was freed on a $1,000 bail like a week before he decided to go kill all these people. And you know what he did? He tried to run over his baby mama and murder her with the same car that he ran all over those people with. There you go. There is no reason for this sort of behavior. There is no reason why it should be allowed to happen. It has been uh, given essentially a free pass. We, for an entire summer of 2020, $2 billion, maybe $3 billion worth of damage, uh, 30 people killed, thousands of police officers injured, and it was fine until it started to kind of affect Joe Biden's poll numbers, although he was always ahead because, you know, that's what the polls are. Before elections, they always favor Democrats, even if they're true. Honestly, it it is not hard to become a law and order country. Unbelievable. New charter school, new West charter school in L.A. This I saw yesterday, and I I honestly, I was so angry. I wanted to go on the air right then and there. I could not. Several young girls, including four freshmen, one sophomore, and a junior, were abused at their school because they chose not to get the COVID, COVID vaccine. 
They were denied chairs, forced to sit outside on the pavement behind warning tape, not allowed to use the school's bathroom. Here is one of the girls recording a video. Hello, my name is Elena Hoom, and I'm a student at New West Charter School, and I'm here with five other girls. Um, four of them are freshmen, one is a junior, I'm a sophomore, and we're being uh, threatened to be suspended because we don't have the COVID-19 vaccine, and we're being um, refused of the right to attend school. We feel segregated and discriminated. And we're being closed off by this caution tape-like thing. We're being segregated. Literally. They're in a parking lot. They're being segregated by police tape as police officers stand on the other side. Segregated from the rest of the school. Um, yeah. You've heard me make the analogy before about what happens when you dehumanize a group of people, when you deny them the rights the rest of the citizenry have. You deny them the right to commerce. You do deny them the right to pursue happiness. You deny them the, the right to be educated. And what happens? You demonize this group of people, you separate this group of people, and what ultimately happens? History has shown what happens. People have seen it with the Chinese Cultural Revolution. People have seen it with the former Soviet Union. People have seen it with Nazi Germany. And yes, I went there on Nazi Germany. Who does, who does this? Who does this? I want to know who the administrators are, and I want, people, I want people to be arrested for this. I want them to be kicked out and arrested. They asked for chairs. Girls went out, had to sit on the pavement outside, not allowed to use the restroom, put behind police tape, and the LAPD was on site but not intervening. Why in the hell not? Are you out of your nut? Barbara in Baltimore is on the phone. Hello there, Barbara, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob, and you sound great. I'm telling you. you, it's really something the way this thing hangs on. I got. I tell you, you, I'm just I'm coughing like you wouldn't believe off the air, and it's not COVID anymore. It's uh-huh. just, uh-huh. just you know whatever. It's the I, fu- I call it the funk. I have the funk. And I'm telling you, I had three jabs, and it did make a difference. But. Um, you sound so funny talking about the hazmat outfit, but what I called to say <laughs> yes. originally, I've, I've been very upset about these people. I'm from New York, and uh, hearing about somebody getting pushed into the subway, because, I mean, the subway, I traveled on the subway, yeah. and the thought of that happening. But I don't think all of this is coincidental, and it's very disturbing to me that the perpetrators are black men. Mm-hmm. For the most part, yeah. that are doing this, and I'm, I blame the media. I think this uh, this critical race theory, yes. all of this um, uh, media outcry, the Democrats, it is happening in their cities, of course, because the blue cities and blue states they don't have concealed carry laws. See, it's not happening in a lot of places because it's just not going to happen a lot of places. Yeah, you try you try to pull some of that. Try to try to walk into a store in Johnson County, Kansas, where I live, and grab a thousand dollars worth of stuff. See, you'll have five people on you concealed carry permits saying, "Put the stuff back." 
That's you what happens here. You won't even get to the door with it. You won't even get to the you door. You won't even get to the door. Barbara, real quick, I, I just want to mention, um, with regard to uh, 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 blacks and, and these assaults, and they are, and then also, by the way, by and large, most of these smash and grabs are being committed by uh, young black men. Young and black he, and, men, yes. And here's yes. the reason. Here's the reason, Barbara, is because they're being told that there is institutional racism in this country. They are being told yes. by the Democrat Party that all white people are racist, inherently racist. They hate black people. They have no chance of getting ahead anywhere. They are being told also that, uh, I mean, they're being fed all sorts of things about the fact that they can't succeed anywhere in life because they are giving giving them excuses for their, their own bad behavior. So what does that do? It causes them to do more bad behavior. They are becoming instruments of hate. A lot of people are becoming instruments of hate. And if they don't, if they're not doing it out of hate, they're doing it because they can get away with it and because they get a joy, a sick thrill out of getting off your scooter and punching a 79-year-old unconscious it's unbelievable go ahead and uh, well I, you know you you summed it up beautifully because um i'm ashamed myself and it's uh, i don't know what what else to say i mean i'm just one of those people i i, I have the right to um uh, to, to protect myself and i'm just not the kind of person that somebody's going to walk up on anyway you know i don't even yeah. i don't even carry it like that but yeah. a lot of people are being victimized here and i a lot of these young people have just gotten the message wrong and you add to that the criminal element of what and then i, I blame the democrat party and i blame the media uh all of this um racism that's being taught we've we've gone back backwards and it's a sad thing when i saw that young girl that got stabbed i'm telling you um it brought tears to my eyes i i, I just i was so um disturbed by that you know that somebody could just hate somebody enough, a beautiful young lady just working, and the, and the young girl that got shot as a cashier. This, yeah. this kind of stuff has got to stop. And it's going you know, there's a 19-year-old, by the way, 19-year-old, <clears throat> shot. I, I, no, no, she was no, she was eighteen. She was working at Burger King. Did yeah. not want to be working at Burger King. She was scared for her life. This jackass comes in, and uh, she gets a hundred dollars, and and he shoots her to death. You know what he said? You know what he was claiming uh, yesterday and the day before? He's he's what? screaming. He wants reparations. Did you hear that? Oh yes. Yeah. It's sad. Well, you think this brainwashing? You think this brainwashing as institutional racism and all of this stuff—that things are worse than slavery, worse than 1968, worse than 1863—you don't suppose that's going to cause violence? Well, it already has. Dear it God really in heaven, has. Yeah. it really has, and, and uh, my heart goes out to, to people. But you know, the final thing I can say is yeah. uh, that we just have to stop it. We have to yeah. stop it. We uh, parents have got to. Uh, teach their children better. You've got to tell your children uh, the real history, our real history, and this is not it. And I, I just feel so ashamed, but I because um, these are people who look like me doing most of this. And I know. I know. Uh, but Barbara, shame. let me ask you. Barbara, let me ask you this: You're, you're a woman, you're a person of color. You're, you're a woman, a black woman. I have been for 33 years of broadcasting, advocating for inner city kids, fostering adoption, uh, uh, you know, uh, education, staying in school, all this. And, and, I'm, and I've seen literally two generations now pass, and things have only gotten worse, and it sickens me. It really yep. sickens me, because when you see, like, I, I've got a story in the pile over here that I haven't been able to get to. Two 14-year-olds in Chicago murdered while walking, one in a, I believe one in a car, one on the sidewalk. Two 14-year-olds, one weekend. 14-year-old boys. They're boys. 
29 people shot in in Chicago. There's a yeah. major breakdown, obviously, of in the in the family, in in the in yeah. the inner city black community, there are all sorts of woes. And until and listen, Malcolm X said, "You cannot depend on the white liberal to 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 deliver you. You've got to do it yourself." That's right. That's right. And it has just, to happen. It I has to happen. And it's going to take another generation. But we can't let all of this continue. It has to be stopped. And one of the short term things I I think should happen. Uh, people should immediately be able to get carry concealed licenses. Oh, the yeah. Second Amendment is going to take care of a lot of things. Because <laughs> yeah. You've got to be able to protect yourself, and we need to be able. To, everybody, every law-abiding citizen, needs to be able to be armed to take care of their own self-defense. Because the police. Hey, listen. You know, listen. What would you rather do? do? Uh, you go. You go down to uh, Fells Point, or you go to the Inner Harbor in uh, in Baltimore, where it used to be. I went with my ten-year-old son years ago. Never had an issue. And I tell you, there are times of the day that I wouldn't want to be down there, uh, you know, uh, and, and I would like to be able to conceal carry. But unfortunately, a lot of states make it incredibly difficult for you to uh, conceal carry, and the criminals know that. Like in Washington, D.C., almost That's impossible. Right. Almost and impossible. So does Maryland. And so does Maryland. Yeah, okay. you, have a, you have to have a business. And uh, I'm blessed that I do. And, yeah. uh, but I don't go down there because, number one, I don't want to be put in a position where I've got to use it. I know, I know, but it sucks. It it does suck that great places like that are being ruined. Barbara, I got to run. It was great to hear from you. Have a glorious day. We'll talk. You you bet. Take care of yourself. Thank you. It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, If you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts subscribe to the show and if you would give me a review right now i've got a lot of five-star reviews and i greatly appreciate it if you like the show if you like the humor you like the content because i put a lot of content into this sucker then please leave a nice review for me that would be gigantic that would be gigantic big things are coming guys i am blessed to be here god bless you god bless our police god bless our military never forget ashley babbitt's name and above all don't catch the stupid thanks for listening to the newsmax daily with rob carson check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com, or watch free on youtube roku apple pluto zumo amazon fire and your smart tv Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.